0: Probably the number one mistake I see people making is they just shove in a bunch of content because they want to make sure that people really get value for their time. And I totally get that because I feel that way too, right?
1: Welcome to the Sales Unscripted Podcast, where it's not what you're saying, but who you're being while you're saying it that matters. Sales and scaling your business is what drives the engine here, so drop in, Buckle up and hold on because we're about to shake up the sales game with the man behind the mic, Jim Padilla. All right, Jim Padilla here. Thanks so much, Strickland. I'll take it from here, buddy. Uh, We are here at Sales Unscripted, where it's not about what you're saying, but who you're being while you're saying it. That matters the most. As you know, we are always talking all things sales, scaling, and leverage. We're here to help jumpstart and accelerate your sales process and increase your results Today is no exception. Uh, We have a lot of great interviews that we're always bringing to you. But today specifically, I have somebody that I've been very excited to bring to you because she's been in my world for about three years. We've been in similar circles, Uh, been able to watch her grow and move and, and ebb and flow through life and with the baby and marriage and all kinds of new awesome opportunities coming her way. And every single time that I see her, she has just this magnetic Energy. She is engaging. She's friendly. She's fun and very smart. And so, I wanted to bring her to you so we can talk about what she can do for you here. So I'll give you the quick uh, the cliff notes here. Penelope Jane Smith, PJ, as uh, most of the world knows her in our circles, specializes in working with entrepreneurs who love what they do but are concerned about not having enough money for the future. That might be you. She is an acclaimed international speaker a certified trainer with 19 years of teaching experience and the author of The Little Book of Prosperity. And through her signature programs like Prosperity 101, she has helped thousands of entrepreneurs improve their relationships with money. Raise your hand if you need to improve your relationship with money. And then say hello to PJ, Penelope PJ.
0: Yay. Thank you, Jim. I'm so excited to be here. And I love what you're doing with this podcast, Really going behind the scenes. Uh, to support people with their own sales and scaling, because sales is the number one most important skill to continue to hone and master if you want to be successful and make good money as a business owner, right? So Amen. I love that you're kind of giving people a behind the scenes peek into how into what other people are doing, so that they can model that success. And I have a lot to share about that, so I'm fired up.
1: Awesome, awesome. So in addition to being a financial expert you know pj's been in the world of events and sales converting business and actually for a long time that's what i thought her specialty was <laughs> so she's definitely got a lot to contribute there and that's what uh, we want to unpack so but first tell us tell everybody who's listening how'd you get here what's how did you get to this point why finances and how does your expertise come and <coughs> excuse me be sure to include you know, the wonderful things you've been going through the last couple of years with your, with your new family.
0: Absolutely. Well, what I share about is a financial education, which specifically is how to make, save, manage, invest, and protect your money, right? So on the making money side, sales is critically important. So it, it is all related. And how I got here is, you know, many, many years ago, I took $10,000 of my own money turned it into over $6 million in real estate and was on track to retire by the time I was 31. Then I lost everything, was forced to declare bankruptcy, lost my home to foreclosure and had to completely restart. And what I realized is there's a big difference between making money and keeping money. And so it put me on this journey of, you know, how do I as I make money again and as I rebuild everything, how do I actually keep it and have it working for me as well? And I think that happens with a lot of entrepreneurs. I know even people at the seven figure level, sometimes they're, they're working and working and working, but they don't really have a lot to show in terms of like wealth and financial freedom for the money that they made and how hard they worked. So that's what led me on this path. And I'm really passionate about supporting entrepreneurs to avoid some of the painful financial mistakes that I've made. And also, if you've already been, made mistakes, show you how you can, you know, rise again <laughs> like a phoenix from the ashes, you know? And so, you know, life is pretty good now. I was able to cash flow my dream wedding. I spent the last few years really focused on starting a family, which is a lifelong dream. So I got to cash flow my dream wedding, take wonderful vacations all over the place. We honeymooned in Japan and um another big life vision was to have a baby so i did that last year and now as of uh, the time of this interview my baby gabriel is a little over 1 year old super super cute and fun i just got back from visiting him right before our interview <laughs> very, and,
1: uh, very yeah yeah that's a bit of fun. the journey yeah very cute and fun we've been we've been following your journey uh, on facebook as for over the last couple of years and and been fortunate to be able to, you know, be in your circles to watch some of this happen. But if, before we move forward from here, unpack that a little bit because I also know that you took some time out. You know, you were able to take time out to be able to have a baby and and be able to be a mom.
0: Yeah. So one of the really beautiful things about learning to solve from stage is that I set myself up to be able to take a few years working very little to not at all in order to do that. I created a lot of spaciousness to date and get married and, you know, all of that stuff. Um, so I started doing live events. Well, I've been teaching to groups for nearly 20 years, so 19 years and change almost 20. And then I started doing like speak to sell type events, you know, where you're actually selling from stage about 12 years ago. And my very first event I had twenty people in the room. I did fifty two thousand dollars in sales, and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> this is awesome you know and so very quickly, I had a six figure business doing something that I really loved, and I was able to you know make a healthy six figures year after year as much as you know three quarters of a million dollars is my best year from event sales so far and um and then i had sold a lot of packages where I had people on payment plans. And so I was able to take a break from doing live events for a few years to get married and have a kid. And I still had money coming in um, and I was still delivering a little bit of programs. And then I actually had enough saved up to shut everything down because I just didn't know what life was going to be like. You know, I was like, I just, I want to, I want to shut all my programs down. I just want to have this baby and see what emerges from there. And so I I just took my big pile of cash to take me through maternity leave. And that was actually really good because I couldn't have imagined what I'm doing now. No, it's still related to my core passion, which is supporting people with their finances and becoming financially free, right? Where your passive income from your investments is more than your expenses. Like that's always been my passion. That's always what I've been talking about. But the new programs that I'm doing, the way I'm coming at it, the way I'm supporting clients, it's all different than what I've done before. And having that spaciousness um, and allowing myself to see, okay, well, what's in alignment for me now? What fires me up now as a mom? You know, I, I I really, I'm really glad that I did that for myself. It ended up being a really good thing.
1: I think it's incredible. It's super impressive. I mean, I'm proud of you as a friend, uh, you know, just to be able to do that because I don't know too many people who don't want that for themselves, but it's hard to create if you don't have, if you, It's. I would say it's almost impossible to create if you don't have a plan, if you don't actually plan to do it and then put a strategy in place that you can execute.
0: Yeah. It's really, really important. And one thing that if, if you're listening to this and you're a mom, or you're thinking about becoming a mom, you're going to appreciate this. You have like a third of the time you used to have. I <laughs> mean, it's like, it's crazy. So it requires you to become hyper focused on the high leverage activities, which of course your sales system is one of those, right? So when I talk in my Prosperity 101 event about how to organize your business to be a vehicle for creating wealth and financial freedom, part of that is your profit plan. And that has three parts. That's your marketing system. How do you get people into your world, your sales system, how do you get them in front of your offer and then having a premium offer to give them, right? You actually have to like sell, have something to sell. And when you have those three in place, then you can track your conversion at each stage and optimize it to where you can create steady and abundant and consistent income in your business and then harness a percentage of that income over into building your investments and creating passive income, right?
1: Right, so how do, how do you see yourself in that whole process? You know, the sales and marketing expert, or the revenue expert, or the profit expert, or are you the glue that ties it all together?
0: You know, I would really, I'm difficult to classify because I have such a unique background, a breadth and depth in a lot of different areas. So if I had to give myself a title, it would be financial coach, but that really (laughs) doesn't really describe it fully because I have so much to offer in terms of business So much to offer from the real estate side, so much to offer from the financial systems and investment side. I'm one of the few people on the planet that can look at somebody's entire financial picture and see how one part will impact another. Because most people, they can say, well, here's what to do with the stock, or here's what to do with your insurance, or here's what to do with your real estate, or here's what to do with your business. It's very difficult to find somebody that can look at the whole picture with you, right?
1: So I'm going to put you on the spot here on, on two lanes. The two primarily people we're looking at are people who are sales professionals that are looking to, that run their sales operation like a business. Mm-hmm. And then we have the entrepreneurs that are scaling their business. Mm-hmm. From a sales perspective, breakdown for each of those two people, why do the numbers matter so much? Why is this so important for them to be able, and how can they use that to, to really impact their sales?
0: When you say numbers, do you mean those conversion rates at each stage?
1: No, I'm sorry. More from the financial perspective, really understanding your money, like knowing how to, how to set that budget that, to, to create your activities.
0: Yeah. So in terms of financial education and your money management systems, your cash flow planning systems, the reason that's important in either side of the business is because when you're in business for yourself, regardless of what the model is, the point is making money right? I mean, you can have a nonprofit or something, but what makes something a business instead of a hobby is that it's there to generate profit. So you want to make sure that your business is actually doing that, right? You don't want to be in a situation where you're like, well, you know, we're losing $1 on every item, but don't worry, we'll make up in volume. Right?
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) It's really important to understand your numbers. And I know people who have, who make seven figures in revenue, who actually don't have any of that coming into coming to them in profit, and in fact, they have to borrow money against their house or pull from savings or investments to then cover the overhead of their team. And it's like, ah, you need to tear your hair out because, like, all this money is kind of running through your life, but none of it is staying with you, right? Yes. So that, does that answer your question?
1: Yeah, that's and that's really important to understand. It's very interesting that you mentioned that you could be losing a dollar on every deal. And and not know it if you're not paying attention because I actually had a client about six years ago that I was working with who was exactly having that problem. She was selling a $247 product that was costing her $297. And it's, and what she decided was the solution was to go get a marketing rep who that marketing person juiced her up really well, increased the volume, and realized that if she stayed on this track, she was going to go out of business faster. And so we had to put on the brakes Fix the process fine-tune what exactly our costs are then turn on the marketing back on again
0: Yeah, another example of this is you know We were talking about events and I know you wanted to Grill me about some of the behind-the-scenes sales stuff with my three-day live event, right? So with with a live event like I'm doing this so this is going to be a sales system for some people for me My main sales system right now is my three-day live event Because most of it is just delivering an awesome experience and then for people who are curious Saturday evening, I talk about, you know, what's it like if they want to work with me at a deeper level, right? This is a proven model. I didn't invent it. It's very effective. And when you're running an event like that, guess what? It costs a lot of money to put an event on like that, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you you can do it inexpensively, right? But I know some people that spend over $100,000 on putting their intro event on. You know, when we did, I had 200 people at the Regency and. San Francisco and the hotel bill for that. Just the hotel bill, not not staff, not team, not meals, not supplies. Just the hotel bill was $26,000, right? And so if you're putting money out in an event like that, you need to make sure that not only are you making enough in sales that you're covering that and the cost of the program, but that you're actually profitable too. Because if you put out, let's say $10,000 to put on an event and you do $10,000 in sales, you might say, "Oh good, I got my money back." But did you really? There's a cost to delivering that, even if it's your time. So now you're just doing a bunch of work for free. It's like, ugh. So it's really important to be able to do the revenue modeling to see how those pieces fit together and make sure that the overall business is still going to be profitable for you, right?
1: Yes. And something else that we add to that equation as well, because there's two different camps that you can be in. You can say, okay, this event is going to be my profit saviors, could be my nut for the year or whatever. Um, and then there's other people who are not interested in making a profit from the event, but that seeds the rest of their year because they now know that the people who are engaged in the event, they're gonna upsell a certain percentage of them to a high-level mastermind or whatever that might be. And but the cold the, the the theme running through all of this is that they know it ahead of time. You have a plan you are actually executing based on what you anticipate to happen. Yeah. So that's uh, that's super important. It doesn't matter what size your business is, what level, if you're doing a workshop with 10 people in it, or if you're running an event with a thousand people, you always have to have that in mind.
0: Yeah. And can I say something about that, Jim? Please. So if your goal is to make money from event sales, right? Like let's say, you know, you have an event that you're charging $3,000 for and there's no back of the end offer. Well, when you look back at that profit plan I was talking about, well, then the event is the offer, Right which means you still need a sales system for selling the event. Maybe it's speaking gigs, that's a really good one, and you still need a marketing system for getting people into that sales system. So regardless, like the event could end up being in different parts of that profit plan, but you need each piece, right? You need the marketing system, the sales system, and the profitable offer.
1: So what are the biggest mistakes that you see people making in this area? You know, I mean, we're both in this space, we see tons of events and we attend tons of events, we lead tons of events. And I see people put on phenomenal experiences and walk away with nothing. And why do you think that is? What do you see as the biggest reasons people make that fail? Oh, to man,
0: there's so many mistakes. You mean from live events specifically? Yeah. The key to having a successful event like that, if, if your goal for the event is to have it be a wonderful experience, but also bring the right people into your higher level programs, is you really need to design the event You really need to design the whole event to be an offer, right? And so probably the number one mistake I see people making is they just shove in a bunch of content because they want to make sure that people really get value for their time. And I totally get that because I feel that way too, right? If somebody comes to the event, I want them to get a ton of value, whether they sign up for my continuing education or not, you know, and I sell tickets to the event sometimes i offer a limited number of scholarship seats but whether they got in on scholarship or they paid the 1997 to be there no matter what i want them to get a ton of value so for me it's like if they can get 10 times the value then i feel good so i want them i want that event to be worth at least $20,000 to them even for the limited number of scholarship seats does that make sense absolutely um, so i get it it's like there's this this feeling of like i want to pack it with value so they pack it with content that doesn't actually set people up for success. Um, and it doesn't set you up for success, right? Because when you just pack it with a bunch of content that may or may not have anything to do with the offer, sometimes it just feels like too much. People can only take in so much, and then they get overwhelmed. right? So yes. what I've learned is that it's actually better for everybody to go deep with a few things so people can like really come away with a few key takeaways. That they can use rather than just a whole ton of stuff that they're going to forget right and then also having those things be building a case for the offer so one of the things that we talk about in prosperity 101 is how do you calculate the return on investment on something right we talk about roi what's what's the math on that and so we actually look at okay well this is what we from in this is what we invested what is that so people can begin to compare investments so that's really useful. It's a really wonderful skill to have. Like once they leave that event, they know how to compare apples to apples with it, whether it's real estate or stock or a business investment, they know how to look at what the return on investment is, right? Also so, though, when let, it comes let me, to the offer, yeah, go ahead.
1: Let me interrupt you on that one before you go. I think it's really important. Do you th- see that the the bigger mistake people make, is it calculating it wrong or not calculating it at all?
0: Oh, I think mostly it's not calculating at all, right? you know, but I think part of that is they don't know how Very So true. they hear the term ROI. It sounds kind of cool, but they don't know what it means. Or if they do know what it means, they don't know how to actually figure it out. Like one of the things we do is we play a game on Friday where they get to actually experience what it's like. To, they have the opportunity to actually experience what it's like to become financially free and go through that experience of making investments and all that. And um, in that game, we calculate the ROI for them. And nobody ever pauses to say, how do you do this? How, how do you <laughs> figure out this math, you know? Yeah. Um, so then, th- then they're equipped for that. Because there's, a. I mean, let's face it, Jim. There is a lot of BS and financial shenanigans going on from supposed financial experts and advisors. And when you're equipped, even with understanding what ROI is, you can cut through some of that BS. Cause you'll have people be like, oh, well, this is your ROI. And you're like, yeah, actually <laughs> you're talking about six months and ROI is over 12 months. So when you do it like this, the ROI is different than what you said, but it just, it, it equips them. It also equips them to see what the ROI of my program is. So it also sets up the offer. It's like valuable information that sets up the offer because they can see, oh, if I invest in the financial freedom accelerator, for example, I can see, I can anticipate I'll get about this much of my money. That's a really good ROI. So, does that make sense? It's like valuable Absolutely. information that also kind of helps them make the decision about the offer.
1: This is great because I'm feeling like we're at the event right now and you're breaking <laughs> it down, right? So, if you're listening, yeah, I, you, you can go back and rewind. I know you're probably on the treadmill or driving in traffic. That's all good. Go back in and check this out because that's the feel. So, if you come to the Real Prosperity, Prosperity 101 event, right? You, you show up, this is the kind of conversation you're going to be in. It's mm-hmm. not just about money. It's not just about business. It's about the relationship between the two and the relationship between the money and you, right? So if you want to take just a quick minute and touch base on that piece as well.
0: We talk a lot about your relationship with money. But yeah, absolutely. Because just like you have a relationship with other people, you have a relationship with money. And sometimes, like if, if people say, well, you know, money is just not that important to me. I'm like, well, clearly you don't have any, <laughs> you know, and it's not to say that money is more important than health or money is more important than love. That's a very weird conversation to be having. They're both important. Okay. I want to have money and be healthy and have my love. Why do I have to choose? It's a ridiculous conversation, right? So, so when somebody's important to you, you spend time with them, you pay attention to them. Right. And so if like, you know, I know your wife, Cindy, she's totally awesome. If she came up to you and said, Jim, you know, you're just not that important to me. Yeah. That, like that would be horrible, yeah.
1: right? Talking about Willis.
0: But, and if, so, if somebody said like, hey, you're just not that important to me, how long, how long would you want to stick around with that person? I wouldn't want to stick around with somebody who said that to me. Um, and money's okay. the same way. So if you're like, hey, you're not that important to me, then money's like, okay, well, I'm going to go hang out with somebody that appreciates me, right? So when you have a good relationship with it, you automatically become more attractive to money. Like one of my VIP clients, once she got clear and she got on a plan and she started paying attention to her money, she tripled her income. She's going to be able to pay off her debt in a matter of months instead of years. She took some vacations that she's been dreaming about her whole life. And like that, that key turning point was, oh, I'm going to shift my relationship with money. I'm going to have a great relationship with money. I'm actually going to pay attention to it.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, it's interesting because when we started working on that, you know, Cindy and I started going through some a similar financial training like that, just more about not about the dollars and cents, but about really appreciating the mm-hmm. dollars and cents. And that's when I started using a money clip instead of a wallet because I wanted to be able to see the money. I want to be able yeah. to see how it looks, line it up, fold it up, right? You know, and then, and I've been that guy who annoys people in the back of the line because when I get the money back from the cashier, I face them all the same way fold them all numerically tens in the back ponies in the back you know ones in the front fold it up put it in my pocket
0: <laughs> well that's that's treating your money with respect right
1: right absolutely it has been taking very great care of us so yeah. we are we have learned to appreciate that and have a great relationship with it i love uh, it yes so why don't we uh, talk a little bit about the event that you have coming up um that it, i think is just just this last 20 minutes we've been talking is already just really been impactful, and so I can't imagine three days of this. You know, the things, the insights that can come. So, share what you want to. What What are the highlights? What are they going to walk away with uh, at your event?
0: So, the Prosperity One Hundred and One three day live event is is really designed to give you the money tools, systems, and skills to move you along what I call the path to prosperity towards financial freedom, where your passive income is more than your expenses. Um, we're gonna do a deeper dive on. Remember how I talked about like how to map out your business so that it becomes a vehicle for creating wealth? Right. How does that relate to your investments? What kind of investments should you be looking at? How do you, you know, determine the ROI, stuff like that? We're gonna talk a lot about your relationship with money, how to manage cash flow. There's this myth, oh my God, like the number one money myth that entrepreneurs tell themselves that cause them to struggle financially is is what I call the income myth, which is more money will fix this. All I need to do is make more money. And it's tricky because it's partially true. Like there's two sides to the equation, right? There's income and there's expenses. So making more money can help, but if you don't know how to manage cash flow and you don't have a system on the other end, then what happens is a lot of times more money just means you're running on a bigger treadmill, right? It's like you're you're a hamster in a a wheel. But uh, and then more money comes and you're just on a bigger wheel. You're like it's the same pattern. There's just more zeros attached now, which is kind of worse because if I get off the wheel, it's going to be even more painful. So right? keeping in you mind know.
1: that you're talking to a bunch of salespeople, <laughs> yes, say that again. Make that point again.
0: <laughs> All right. So, the income myth says, "You know, more money will fix this," and increasing your income is important. That's something we we talk about a lot at Prosperity One Hundred and One. How do you attract more money? How do you get more income coming in? But how do you put a system behind it to where you're not only making more money, but you're keeping more of it and having it grow for you and having it work for you?
1: Hey, Amen. Yeah.
0: So that's what that uh, event is about.
1: Big time. That is powerful. That's vital. Uh, you're listening. Make sure you understand that because I'm same. I I'm all about, hey, more sales cures everything. That's, that's how I've always been most of my life. And, you know, the fact that I have yeah. a brilliant wife and a great operations team and everything, I've learned that that's not just the only side of the equation. One of,
0: one of my <laughs> colleagues says, it's like, it's like I'm constantly trying to outearn my stupidity. Yes. <laughs> you know, I know another entrepreneur, another seven figure entrepreneur who he's like, my idea about a checkbook is put more money in the account. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, sure. That's great. But if you want to become financially free, and some people might not care about that, but I'm very passionate about it where you have your investments covering your lifestyle, then it's really important to learn how to manage cash flow because if you don't, I mean, learning how to manage cash flow, you're telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. Amen. and you work hard for your money, you may as well have it work hard for you, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I love that statement. I hear that from Dave Ramsey uh, a lot too. Yeah, love yeah. Dave Ramsey. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. I actually so, went through his financial coach master training. Okay. Uh, which is very cool. And then like the the main coaches this is why I said, like, I'm kind of a unique to this world because his master coaches, the people that were held up as like the ultimate, I kind of felt like, oh man, I can, I can do circles around these guys. I mean, I lo- I <laughs> totally love them, but it was like at the training, I was kind of holding court with all the other coaches asking me questions. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. But yeah, I am a huge Dave Ramsey fan, and I went out there um, to Tennessee to do the training and meet with him and got to sit in the office where they, you know, got to sit at the desk where they do the Dave Ramsey show and it's nice. great experience.
1: Yeah. Outstanding. And, and you just hit on a point why this is, I I'm a person who buys and invests in programs mm-hmm. for the people, not necessarily for the program, because I know that, you know, the content's great. And the, the modules will solve and the, the teaching will be great. But it's being around people who are experts in their space where you really learn because you get to engage them, you get to observe them being, again, number one motto here is not what you're saying and doing, it's who you're being while you're saying or doing it so you watch somebody who has a great relationship with money a great understanding of business and it's not about the stuff she tells you it's about the way she moves in space and you could start walking how watching how she reacts how she how she learns how she leads the situation and that's how I invest in people I, I, I invest in my mentors based on who they are not what they teach and with with PJ Penelope Jane Smith <laughs> um, I I can't endorse her enough. Um, Her reputation is fantastic. I've witnessed her move through space um, as just an incredible, um, you know, woman and leader. And as she explained, I mean, she set up her life so that she could create a year, a couple of years of spaciousness to create a family. Time to get honest with yourself. Have you been able to do that? And if not, you really want to think about this event. So we have uh, the information here. It's, it's going to be at salesandscripted.com for the event, but uh, go ahead and, and tell just what's the dates and what's the, um, what's, yeah, what's
0: so the, the next dates after this particular, this particular podcast are November 4th, um, November 2nd through 4th, 2018, based on when we're doing this interview. Right now I'm doing it three times a year until, until I decide I want to do something else with my life. So you can get all the information at prosperity101event.com. And what I've um, agreed to do for the people who are um, have subscribed to Jim's Sales Unscripted podcast is actually give you the opportunity to apply for one of the limited scholarship seats that I have. And the link for that is prosperity101scholarship.com. And um, you go ahead and apply. Let me know that you came from Jim. If there's a spot left, then I'll get back to you within 48 hours and let you know.
1: Fantastic. And again, all that information will be there at salesinscripted.com. We'll have it all set up for you and you can check it out. And at the very least, just go and check it out, have a conversation, see if it's the right fit for you and see if it makes sense. And I'd love to hear how it goes and come back and share the experience with us. So while you're all uh, figuring out how to get there and, and um, make this decision, one more question for you, PJ, something we've been talking with people about. I've been fascinated at what experts are doing. That is outside of business that is working on developing yourself that becomes a massive catalyst in your business. So, what things are you working on in your personal life that we wouldn't guess that are actually impacting how you show up in business?
0: So, one of the things that I'm working on that's really interesting and kind of out there is learning how to bend time.
1: Okay. So, I I actually hired
0: a coach to support me in learning how to bend time, and I've been experimenting with that, and I have stickers all over my house. to help me and when I see one I'm like I have all the time in the world that's like one of the one of the things (laughs) we're playing with yeah so that's really fun because it also you know she's my coach has said that um CEOs are like 500 times as productive when they get to a flow state Yeah, and so part of the work is supporting me and being able to drop into that flow state and you know write or knock out content or you know do whatever get to places in times that seem impossible but like I imagine that you can relate to this because you also have Absolutely. a lot going on and you can also get a really busy. And here in the United States, part of the culture is busy, 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 busy. It's almost like we have our self-worth attached to how busy we are. And that's a badge of I, honor. I really, you know, I've been working for a few years to break free from and actually have a lot more spaciousness of time. And so this is the next step in that.
1: Yes. That's great. And I really appreciate that. And I love that, that perspective that we call it collapsing time around here, but we're always focusing on that too. How can I, how can I invest one minute and get two back, you know, two back worth of results uh, or 20 back. <laughs> so yeah, definitely keeping that perspective and, and always work on that. I love to hear how that goes for you. So, any parting words of wisdom uh, for our uh, free thinkers here?
0: Sure, absolutely. So, I ran across this quote online, and I didn't think of it, but when I saw it, I was like, "Oh!" To stop my attacks, totally love it. And it was just this internet meme on my Facebook feed that said, "Do something today that your future self will thank you for." And I was like, "Yes!" And so, you know, when I think back to my past self that took the time to really learn how to sell, learn how to do events, learn how to build these relationships. I'm just like, thank you, (laughs) you know? And I think about my future self, even from now, like what can I do today? That's going to make her really happy. You know? And a lot of that is spending time with my baby investing. And so that's something I want to leave with you, leave you with is do something today that your future self will thank you for.
1: Perfect. That applies even to the simple things. Like I was going to have some uh, not so healthy lunch and I decided to have a tuna sandwich instead. So future self said, thank you. All right, so you've gotten a mouthful. Hopefully you can digest this all. Feel free to listen to it again. Make sure you rate, subscribe and review and go to salesinscripted.com to get everything you need. Say goodbye, Penelope Jane. And uh, we'll see you guys on the flip side. Strickland, show them where to go and uh, what to do from here. And until then, go change some lives, impact the world and make a lot of money. We'll see you soon. All right, Jim, I'll show them where to go from here, man. Look, If you love what you're hearing, here's a great way to get more. You can get a free month's access to our awesome drop-in coaching group. All you got to do is subscribe, rate, and review the show and share it. Then head over to salesunscripted.com forward slash get more to get your free month of drop-in coaching with Jim as our thank you. We'll see you next time on Sales Unscripted.